0: Come on, come on. Welcome to the Fantasy Fortunes, uh, Fantasy Football Fortunes Woo! Podcast, week nine. Uh, you know me, Alec. How you doing, buddy? Feeling beautiful, Sam. Feeling
1: beautiful. A lot of trades. Good good day yeah. with the uh, trade deadline happening. Um, definitely shaking up a few rosters. So
0: much action today on the trade deadline, yeah. right? Yeah, this is yeah. what I
1: like to see. This is nice and exciting. Everyone got a new home, selling fantasy pieces that you thought that you weren't so happy with got a new home, so we'll see how that all looks. Definitely a good shake
0: up. All right. My name's Sam Graham. I'm hanging out with you here today as well, and we actually have a guest joining us today. It's been a while, he was coming around quite a bit last year. You heard his takes uh earlier in the season. But my our good friend, the good Doctor hey. Freak Nasty, how are you doing tonight, man?
2: Um, well, baby, the doctor is back in the house, feeling good about it. Had to jump in on this wild uh, trade day. You know, the implications, man, the implications.
0: Implications. <laughs> implications. That's right. And, you know, we're about halfway through the season. And we got the doctor in the house, so we're probably going to do kind of a rest of season projections as well as our typical start-sit stuff we kind of gather gatherin. Who do we think is about to take a step forward? Who do we think is going to take a step back and their best days are behind them? Um, but first off, let's get into the trades. Herman, I know you have them in front of you, so how about you give one to talk I mean, about? We right got. start
1: off with the biggest one of the day: TJ Hawkinson, a 2023 fourth rounder and a 2024 conditional fourth rounder. All is going to the Vikings and the Detroit Lions are getting a 2023 second and a 2023 or a
2: 2024 third I mean being Vikings fans oh man go ahead man no I was just saying I'm, I'm loving that that move Quacy showing that he's really throwing it in this year trying to trying to get that uh, offense all the way short up and Hawkinson is one of my favorite in the league so that's a nice little touch
0: yeah, man, and uh, you know, honestly, I think it, I hate to, you know you know how my how much I hate injuries, but I think it's almost a blessing in disguise because I do not believe that's the kind of move they would have made if uh, Irv Smith hadn't gone down to an ankle injury. I agree with you. Um,
2: and yeah, I for, for sure. Was, was that I think the price was kind of
1: right. I mean, I think you guys got a pretty, like, I think the Vikings got a pretty good deal here. I mean, for us, you know, T.J. Hawkinson was the what pick round one pick either eight or twelve i mean he was way eighth over way eight, up there now he's you know 24 25 years old really kind of still entering his prime and you get him for a 2023 20, second you know and some thirds and fourth swap but really who cares you know i mean that's i think that's a pretty good price mm-hmm. all things considered
0: and he's a hell of a blocker
1: he's a hell of a blocker
0: yeah and i was that's the one thing I was going to bring up. Is I think it, hopefully this will boost uh, Dalvin Cook's game because Dalvin Cook loves to run to the outside. Now he's got a little bit more of a talented blocker. So fantasy there. implications wise, what do we see? Uh, doctor, you got a diagnosis?
2: Yeah, I'm feeling that uh, for Hawkinson in general, it's uh, it's only going to be a positive. You know, this might might take a little few targets out. I think. Right, especially a guy like KJ Osborne is going to be a little more shaky. Stream play down the road with Hawkinson eating stuff up. Um, but overall, hopefully, that just turns the offense into just more explosive, and everybody is still getting their their uh, their targets in and getting their yards because uh, it's a big it's a big addition, man. It's a huge thing to, uh, for Kirk to play with Hawkinson, and uh, you know Hawkinson, like you said, coming into his prime years, ready to ready to play with. The, an elite quarterback. <laughs> no, but, like, ready to be in an offense that's mm-hmm. doing things right now. Totally. Um, I think the
0: hardest part for this right now is going to be um, for Adam Thielen. I think this is going to hurt him the most because I think most of his looks are now going to be more of a um, TJ Hawk. And, you know, but like you said, it's just more places to throw the ball. I think we can probably see, expect to see Kirk Cousins um, – throws maybe increase a little bit per game, you know what I mean? Now that he's got more targets, it's kind of that thing once you have more places to look, maybe we see Justin, Justin Jefferson getting a little less covered, you know what I mean? Because they're able to spread the ball out a little more. So I think all around for the Vikings, it just makes their offense more dynamic and more explosive in every aspect. Couldn't agree more. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think I think it helps D.J.
1: Hawkinson. It, it He's he's gonna see the red zone I think a little bit more here than he would have Detroit. Um, I, I think it'll be really good.
0: So, little thing here. I'm just looking up. Um, Irv Smith was actually third on the team in targets. Mm. Still, despite K, he had oh. 33, you know, disp- uh, under Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, and that's even without him showing how like, you know, he wasn't playing that good. So I think with Hawkinson coming in. I think he'll see, he'll take that Irv Smith share, and I would I would almost be willing to bet I think he'll have a slower start, but that he would out uh, do Thielen in targets by the end of the year.
1: I'm trying to think if Kirk regularly throws to his tight ends because who is his tight end in Washington?
0: Um, wasn't it a super good guy, Jordan uh, Reed with the J? Was it,
2: I think so. yeah, it very well
0: Or it was whoever was before that Because remember like for, a while, for a while Washington just had a great line, Run of tight ends Like Logan Thomas is the tail end of that run of tight ends yeah. Oh who was it There was someone that was really good that played for them He was a little older near the end of his career But yeah. anyway Kirk but seems like the kind I mean? of guy which, Zero evidence But he seems like the kind of guy that wants to throw
1: it to his tight end <laughs> Next Trey, Chase Claypool for a 2023, second rounder. Chase Claypool is going to Chicago. Obviously, 2023 second is going to Pittsburgh. What do we think? <laughs>
2: oh, who wants uh, to go first? Y- yeah, <laughs> I think the main thing this, I see from this is uh, it's, the picture is just a little clearer in Pittsburgh between uh, uh, the De- Deontay and Pittsburgh. Uh, Pickens over there now. (laughs) There's one less guy coming in that can have that 20 point day and take it away from one of those two. Oh, I know how that (laughs) goes. I have all three of them in my
1: dynasty, so this could not be a better situation for me. (laughs) I thought this day was coming for a long time. I think in 2023, 2023 second is probably a little pricey. Remind you, Amari Cooper went for a 2022, 2023 fifth rounder in the off
0: season. I just feel like that's a little (laughs) little Hmm. skewed. Do we think that um, Justin Fields has the volume to sustain, or even the arm, to sustain Chase Clayton? That kid's the real deal. The more I've seen out of him the past two weeks, the more more
1: I believe it. He's almost looking like the best quarterback out of that class, Um, and he has the least amount of talent around him. I think they're dying for a guy that's going to be a big body and make big plays for uh, Justin Fields, I mean, this is all, I, like again, you're going from shitty offense to shitty offense. You, you just have a lot less target competition in Chicago. I I actually think is great for Chase Claypool. I think he's going to see a ton more targets, a lot more consistently. I mean, I think he'll probably see a twenty five percent thirty target twenty five percent target share just on how low the volume is passing, and they have no one else. I mean. I, it's clearly Darnell Mooney's not doing it, so um, you know I think the opportunity is absolutely there for Chase Claypool. And truly, it's, it's put up or shut up time for him, right? We've been talking about uh, you know he's got all this uber athleticism. Let's 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 see it now. Now he's got, I think has the situation.
0: He's got to prove it. What do you think, Doctor? Do you think Justin Fields is the quarterback for Chase Claypool?
2: I would say I feel like it's going to take a little time to, like, you know, where their offense is already and get warmed up together for the end of this run. I mean, I would fully expect there's going to be at least a couple more big games in the rest of the season for Claypool where they're just clicking. But uh, the consistency would be the only thing that, uh, you know, a matchup-based play for me uh, until I see what kind of chemistry they got together. All right,
0: so rest but of I season, good like for the future. Oh, go go ahead, finish your thought.
2: No, I just say I like it. I like it for the overall for the franchise, I guess. But for the remainder of the season of fantasy, i I'm, I'm I, I see still some big days in his future for sure. Right,
0: will you go target him in trades? Are you gonna go for him in I... trades? Are you gonna try to get him from people's rosters? And just to make sure you get it, are you willing to overpay? Cause the big thing in this point, if you think someone's about to blow up or increase, you can overpay. You overpay for them, but in the long run, it pays out.
2: Yep. Um. Are it, you... I I would say, for me, if I'm in a championship mode in like a, a dynasty league, it's harder for me to throw too much at him right now. If like you're kind of already realizing you're gonna have to salvage the season, it's a great target. I think. Uh, redraft. Um, as a boomer bust kind of situation for me, where it could really be that home run hit, or you could really just you know still be having a, a wide receiver on the Bears rough offense <laughs> yeah, but like they're picking up too so I, I would say uh, definitely a target for me if I'm kind of realizing my dynasty season is not going how I want it to be and uh, I definitely someone to have on the list and I mean, a lot of trade deadlines coming out up on redraft league so right. you so, kind of got to f- feel it out <laughs> so
0: redraft redraft league rest of season DJ Moore, Chase Claypool. DJ
2: Moore. Ooh, I'm I'm a DJ Moore on that. Yeah, okay. So I just, just wanted, I just wanted to,
0: I just wanted to see where we're all at because <laughs> yeah, just yeah. so we all know, that's us recognizing PJ Walker is a more helpful fantasy quarterback than Justin Fields. That
2: that, and is, and their that is, is just, absolutely <laughs> not an indication. Of the quarterback.
0: Not a better I fantasy mean, pe- Not a better fantasy quarterback, but a better quarterback to have no, for your receiver. No, no no, 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 no. Justin Fields. Then is are you say what? You think DJ Moore is better than 100%, Chase percent?
1: Yes, one hundred
0: percent. DJ Moore <laughs> is a better than the new offense. offense. I would
1: not be targeting Chase Burrow in trade I got for it. the exact same reason Zach stated. He's on the freaking Bears. I want nothing to do with that team right now um, and how it's going. All right. Get
0: get ready to write these three down. Chase Claypool, Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams. Even dealing with the Mike Williams oh, injury.
1: That's so brutal to throw him in there.
0: <laughs> well, you no know he's the best one, but missing. you, you got to be able to sit up. He's probably missing yeah, three more could weeks. could hurt him all year. I'm putting it at the bottom. Oh
1: high I
0: angle spark ain't go- I don't know. I don't know nothing to mess with, man. All right, what were the other two? Southern yeah, and- I almost uh Cortland Sutton or Chase Claypool.
3: Woof Uh
2: Yeah, I feel like I I would go Claypool, Sutton, Williams, Williams bottom injury Claypool just because of the chance that he might have a few more big games in him. Sutton, I've been a Sutton guy he's his just whole career, man. So and it's bad like, right how bro, many I'm times bad. can someone show you what they're about <laughs> and you still not believe it? You know? you know, if he has double,
0: it's a crazy statistic, man. If he has double-digit targets, he has 95 or more yards every time. Yeah. But if he doesn't get it, he just doesn't. He's touchdown dependent. But every time he's gotten double-digit targets, he's gotten ninety-five yards or more.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, he has that ability. It's just yeah. like I don't know if it's been situation or target competition. Okay, like every quarter, man. Uh, but uh, I'm the Broncos are right like
1: uh, every quarterback they touch turns to shit. I mean, I don't know what happened to Russell Wilson. Yeah. Man, he can't hit the broad side of a barn anymore. Peyton Manning is the
0: only exception. So- yeah, it's wild. So Deontay Johnson or Chase Claypool rest of season.
3: Deontay.
2: Oh, I don't know. I like I love Deontay Johnson. So I think you know if he's able to take this like chance to just like really step into owning that owning that spot owning that that receiving core. Yeah, he's and got. He's got. Oh,
0: didn't he a, take a team friendly deal to? Hit free agency when the market boom. That was it him. Yeah, he took a two-year deal this offseason um, at a decent. That was this off season or last this off, off
1: season. season. So he's on the team for this year as well as next year, and then he'll be a okay. free agent. At like what I think his whole goal was was the boom. Yes, but if you really think about it from a wide receiver's career path and how many years they have, it makes sense for him to try to throw the two years in now because now he'll be up for one more big deal for the rest of his career that'll take him to the end. Whereas if he did that now, then you're trying to tack two years on the end of your career, which people are gonna pay you a lot less for. So I kind of see what he did there um, in Galaxy Branding this situation, but uh, I think he's just looking to take one more big contract that's pretty much gonna take him to the end of his career. All
0: right, before we get ahead of ourselves, anyone got another uh, point to make? Uh, how do we feel this affects Darnell Mooney's value?
1: Did he have any? I mean,
0: my God, it has
1: been no. so bad out there. <laughs>
2: That's time, yeah. It yeah. can't, it can't no. go down. If you're relying yeah, on Darnell. You,
0: you're hoping you, know. you didn't like trade for Darnell Mooney anytime soon. That would. Well if you did? Something. You paid him what a third-round pick. He's not doing
1: anything out there. It can't, it can't go worse. Didn't
0: you just buy I him for first, a first?
1: My God, it feels yeah, like I was going to say, go fuck. I was going to say. the first one. easy <laughs> to throw first
2: round. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. That being said, I did so, flip oh, Sanders yeah. for the Sky Skymore, which was ultimately the first round I won. But anyways.
2: Yeah. It's going to
0: be interesting on it all. Yeah, yeah, I'll throw in the first the round
2: your way, Herm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Any other uh, trades we need to I mean, talk about? So, do we get? Did we talk about CMC last time on our last uh, episode? Yeah, we
1: did. Um, it's been a couple All of right, weeks. Cool. I mean, he did. He, he was amazing. Yeah. Okay. He was. No, he, he killed. He played, it. He, the he, killed he just didn't get that many snaps. Um, oh. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Did great. Uh, so, one more that just to touch on, which I think is interesting, is Buffalo uh, acquired Naheem Hines from Indianapolis for Zach Moss in a 2024 sixth round conditional pick.
0: I think it's just. Oh, shit. I missed that Zach Moss. I think it's interesting. I
1: did too when I yeah. mentioned Deion Jackson was a good pickup. Um, I think it's interesting that they're kind of swapping backs here, right? Because what's a six-round conditional pick anyways? So I actually think it's just going to be positive for both of them since they were kind of on the outs in their current organizations. But what do you guys think?
2: I definitely agree. Uh, like, doctor, basically just a, a personal, en- personal energy boost for each of them, right? Like, <laughs> they're like hey, new yeah. place. Yeah. Let me get back at it. But I don't see it being <laughs> overly consequential. But I love that for Zach Moss. Hey, yeah, Jonathan, if well, they end up uh, shelving Jonathan Taylor here. <laughs> yeah, right. That one.
0: So I think that's more of what it is, is just making sure that if they lose their starter, they still have a one-two punch. So they have James Cook as their digger, and they got Hines as their pass catcher, and now they have Moss as their, like, short between the yards, and Dion Jackson showed he can be a pass catching back. You know I was going to mean? say,
1: I think this is, this for me at least, has the most impact on James Cook. Because um, Naeem Hines would essentially fill that role for him. Um, and But you wouldn't think that they would, I don't know, I think it's really interesting that they're adding him. Um, just based on the backfield that they have and the draft capital they put into it. Uh, but I'm worried about James Cook and the amount of
0: volume he gets. I doubt anything that makes him fantasy relevant this season. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. All right. Uh,
1: Calvin Ridley also got moved for a 2023 fifth and a 2024 fourth. We don't have to spend a ton of time on this, but uh, good for him. If you were holding the
0: Jack dynasty, Hill? paid yeah. off. I think, that, I think that's a better spot for him than Atlanta. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. That's a long play. I like that.
0: All right. That's about it. All right. Well, let's get into the weekly matchups, and uh, just kind of go through our positions. Who do we think? Who do we see as ranked? Where do we think starts? What do we think our bad starts? And then uh, we will. And then we'll finish up with our DFS. And uh, I think we're gonna try to touch on uh rest of the season. Maybe, maybe we'll do that a little more next week. We'll figure it out in. But um, so the classic, the classic names you're seeing at the top are Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. Um, when you get a little lower, uh, they have Geno Smith against Arizona at ten. Um, I'm actually a really <laughs> big fan of Geno Smith this week. You know, yeah. Arizona has been having some high po- scoring point games. Um, the Cardinals are fifth against the quarterback on the year right or in the last three weeks right now in points per game getting up 26 so uh, I'm all for Gino and in that perspective I am I think DK Metcalf came back pretty much healthy last week and we'll see a healthy DK Metcalf this week so I'm excited about that give him a little extra weapons going on but um, they have Gino Smith right under Kirk Cousins and Tua and right over your boy Justin Fields and Tom Brady I know that's a lot of names to throw at you. Let me know if you need me to repeat them. But how do you feel he falls in between that Kirk Cousins-Justin Fields line
3: mm-hmm.
0: this week? Uh, Kirk Cousins against Washingtons, and Justin Fields against Miami. I like Kirk Cousins
1: a lot this week. Um, I also like Justin Fields a lot this week. I think I'd go Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, Geno Smith, uh,
0: and then Tom. Yeah, you know, after seeing last week, he looked really
1: – He just has zero rushing upside, and, yeah, the yeah. offense doesn't look good. The Rams are decent at getting uh, penetration. I'm just kind of worried about the whole situation.
0: Well, what do you think, good doctor?
2: I mean, I definitely feel like Geno's having one of those years, so you never, like, can really, really like uh, – Count him out to not be a, a, a you know a surprise good play. Uh, the DK Metcalf thing is is big coming back, but I mean obviously I like Kirk right now. I think he's really starting to get his vibe going. Hit the get the chains on. Hit the hit the stride. You know get get Hawk in there, uh, and I've definitely had him over the top there. And then Justin Fields again. We just talked about it. You know uh, I think. Overall, I like his just ability to move the ball with his feet, obviously. A, a nice uh, rushing touchdown is never off the table. And so I'd probably go with those two. And then Brady last, just because, like, there's that whole lot. Nice. <laughs> no, it's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not great. <laughs> so, uh, one thing I do
0: want to say about Kirk Cousins is obviously watching the game last week. He had a fire about him. And Freak Nasty, I think you'll... Uh agree with this. He looked unlike he had ever really looked before. Uh, he got 22 rushing yards, on um, 4 rushes, including a touch, 17-yard touchdown on that, which is something you've never seen from him before. So if I would like to see if that fire in him keeps up from week to week, because on this podcast you've heard me talk numerous times how I don't think Kirk Cousins was a, is a baller, and he looked like a baller last week. So, or just a couple days. Look ago. at also
1: who he's coming to
0: play right
1: after that game. He comes back to play Washington Commanders, his old team. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling. Who is dreadful on defense, mind you. I have a feeling he's going to come down. He's going to stomp them. I think it's going to be a big Jefferson but, week. I think it's going to be a good Cousins week. Um, I have a feeling it'll be a beat down.
0: Well, you know who was his quarterback coach when he was in Washington, right? No. Our, our head coach, oh, Kevin really? O'Connell. That's funny. That's oh,
1: how they know each up. other. There's so, much, there's so much better than the Commanders. <laughs> it's it's going it's to be bad. Oh. The Commanders and Taylor Heineke. <laughs> so right. the only one that I would throw up there is, so I'm curious where this person is ranked, Marcus Mariota. He's the only one I'm having a really difficult time. Deciding where to put. He had another really good game last week. Almost
0: thirty points. That. but he's on. Yeah, last week he was yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, I think he wasn't. He uh, quarterback one at least for uh, a moment. I don't
1: think he finished better than two or Jalen, but he was top five. Um. Right. All
0: right. Um. Mariota, they have ranked at sixteenth. Uh, right under Jared Goff and right above. Now he's gonna finish Carr. above Derek Carr. Um. That put that. Put
3: that in
0: the bank For sure <laughs> Who's above Derek Carr? Uh, Mariota Goff Trevor Lawrence Aaron Rodgers Above uh, And then right No, 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 no He is one above Derek Carr He's one below oh. Jared Goff Oh, he'll have a better
1: game Than Jared Goff Against the
0: Packers I'm trying to think. Yeah, how how many can on. you I was thinking, up? Uh, Keep going up Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I play him over Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence against the Raiders, uh, and then you have Aaron Rodgers at Detroit. And uh do mm. we? We talked about it. Do we look if there's an update on Lazardo? Um, all? I haven't seen anything.
1: He was held out last week with a shoulder in- injury. Um, I just keep checking. He's been a game time decision like every game this week. So you're used to it at this point. Yeah. Um, Huge Dobbs week, if not, I, I still think I'd play Mariota over Rogers. They're just their passing attack is so not um, good.
0: What do you think, Doc?
2: Oh, I, I, I'll just—I don't even know the numbers, but it just feels like right uh, Detroit and Rogers is always going to be some wild shit going down. So <laughs> I like that aspect, and it's just like weird to true. play Mariota <laughs> over him. <laughs> and Theory, but damn, bro, that whole uh, little Falcons team is kind of finding their stride. So I, I got to be on that boy. They're on. They're on the ascension of like coming together, where the Packers do not feel that way. <laughs> so I. I, I think it. Mariota
1: is like third yeah. in design
0: runs. Like he's running the ball at a ridiculous rate. So I'm just gonna put this out there. This, even though this was. Uh, with Devontae Adams the last two times uh, Aaron Rodgers was uh, against Detroit last season he went for 240 and 290 with two touchdowns and three touchdowns pretty good so you know he put up some points he put up some points both of those oh, weeks uh, 30 points yeah, and give me Mariota against the Chargers yeah. That charger's defense
1: is beat up. Yeah. I, I just have to say it just... screams to me to play it. I yeah. almost played it in DFS, <laughs> I didn't have
0: that big of balls.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. Um the one thing I wanted to oh go ahead.
2: Oh. Who? What was that? Nothing, sorry.
0: <laughs> what? Are you there? Did
2: we lose Sam? Am I cutting out? Oh, did you lose me? Was I the <laughs> yeah. one that was lost?
0: All right, 26. All right, keep going.
2: All right. Yeah, I was like, no, wait, what's going. up?
0: Um, <laughs> I, mean, I missed what, yeah, sorry, I missed your point, but... I'm sure I was banging, too. I'm sure it was this, That was really just my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. uh, I was talking to uh, the doctor. I missed what he was trying to say. Um, the big God, thing I was, I was saying saying, is, no, uh, the Falcons, one I was yeah. gonna say is Kirk Cousins right now they have ranked two spots below Joe Burrow. I
1: don't know how I like Burrow without uh, Jamar Chase. He kind of would
0: you uh, would you throw him below Tua Kirk and Gino? Not Gino. Tua and Kirk, yes. Yeah. Okay. Tua and Kirk,
1: I would. I don't think I'd do. I think I'd still play him over Gino. Mariota just put up a 30-point game, fantasy-point game against these Panthers. I think Joe Burrow might be able to go Scorched Earth. He, frankly, has been hot, other than last week, and it just coincidentally kind of rolls with when Jamar Chase was out. I'm a little bit nervous, but not nervous enough to play Geno Smith
3: ahead of time.
0: What are you thinking? Cousin or Joe Burrow or Geno Smith? Good doctor.
2: Oh. Ah. I, the Jamar Chase thing is rough, but, I mean, with uh, Boyd and Higgins, uh, I, I've still got Burrow just because of the history. I know, Gina, like I said, Geno's on that special run this year and kind of coming back, but... who? Wait, who do, who do the Bengals have again? Uh, um, Bengals have Panthers. Oh, yeah, I think. <laughs> well, maybe, like yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, like I said, he should... If he doesn't do it this week, it really just shows us how dependent he is on Jamar Chase.
2: Yeah, you know what
0: I mean. That's like that's really. I did hear Jamar Chase expected back earlier.
2: And how much those other two, the Higgins and Boyd, benefit from having Jamar out there? They do. They do. Yeah, like if they if they can't like run a game, you know, then you'll know for sure. <laughs> I mean, you, you look at all the
1: weeks though where Jamar Chase was playing; they would double like they double him every play. Like, if they if when they don't, Joe Burrell throws yeah, him the ball yeah, and he huge. catches it. Like that's how it's been going. So taking him yeah. out is is massive, and uh, what it's doing to the defense. Yeah. Uh, I was really before this season. I thought Justin Jefferson was like the best receiver in the league and was going to be and all that good stuff. I, the more I see the how much Jamar Chase has an impact on the game, the more I'm noticing that I really think Jamar Chase is going to be just the best wide receiver of this decade. Not that neither one of them is bad. Obviously, we're talking about alpha versus alpha. But I just think it's interesting the impact he's th- making
0: think- off the field. I think the difference there is, like, the show, like, the flashiness and the, like, right. They're equals, but mm-hmm. a different things. You know what I mean? Their style of play is totally different. But on that note, So us move wide right receivers. Do, you dig? Zach Wilson. Okay. He is not the right, answer, let's, right? Let's just talk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just ask your dynasty question. You're trying to ask us right now. <laughs> I'm not <kinda laughs> trying to just, do just do ask. Just ask us. Just ask us about the roster. You have that. I know not on any roster. What do you do? I know I'm not on any
1: roster. I'm afraid for all the shares of receivers of Jets <laughs> that I have. Um,
0: sucks. He's man. really bad. Like bring Joe Flacco I mean, back out. Like,
1: I'm
0: in that boat. For the last ten <laughs> years. The Jets have been where your career goes to die. And now they just started drafting rookies, so their careers just never All they had to do was draft start. Justin Fields instead of
1: Zach Wilson.
0: That's all they had to do, and they just had to go get Then they would be as
1: good as oh, the Bears. They'd be Bear. so much better than the Bears. So much better. All right,
0: fine. We can move on to receivers. All right, moving on. All right, uh, wide receivers, here we go. Um. So, actually, I'm just going to start at 10 because that's where we started last time. I got Mike Evans versus Los Angeles Rams. And right behind him, I have Amon Ross St. Brown versus Green Bay Packers. Funny enough, I have Jalen Waddell at Chicago right above both of them. How do we feel about that rankings? I feel good about that.
2: I mean, I definitely got to give it to Waddle to be on top there. Like, he's just even you know with adding all the the, the Tyreek factor and everything like that, he's just still been come better and still gets his target, still gets open, fast as hell. Like, uh, yeah, I love Jalen Waddle this year and going forward.
0: I I will just say I'm super impressed by Tua's ability to support two wide receiver ones, and I would go get him in every dynasty league I
1: possibly Oh, you're not getting any kind of discount.
2: You're paying up right now. No, no, no. no, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, you should have. You should have hit it right when the Tyreek trade happened. You know, once (laughs) he put that that first 400 yards, six touchdown game.
0: That's where
3: it was over. Yeah.
0: Remember when I traded Tyreek Hill because I was afraid how Tua was going to be his as quarterback? Yeah, yeah, not looking good. (laughs) Shit. Um. So I will say, I would put Amon Ross St. Brown over Evans. Um, He had his first 10-target game coming back from injury, and to be able to say that like that was a a normal thing just kind of proves what kind of player he is. You know what I mean? Like, he got injured week three against Minnesota, and then he hasn't played for more than 30% of snaps. And his first time back, he got 10 looks again. So the, I'm assuming just as high volume for Amon Ross St. Brown again, and I would put him back above. Uh, the only Mike Evans. reason
1: I'm not is due to game script and how the teams play is and how the teams play. Green Bay Packers, they play super slow. They're one of the slowest paced teams in the league. Um, Rogers loves running off the clock, which means there's just less plays. Whereas the Rams and the Bucks, I think, which is the team Mike Evans are on, obviously it's gonna be a little more of a shootout, I believe. Um, I also don't like Higher Alexander is the star cornerback on the Packers he has a tendency to shadow more than Jalen Ramsey does on the Rams Jalen Ramsey will be on Mike Evans Jalen Ramsey plays a little bit more of a floating safety whereas Haier Alexander will play a true corner I don't like that matchup for Amara St. Brown if Haier is on him all day um, that's what scares me and makes me think that Evans is just going to do a bit better That's
2: my counterpoint. You know, I feel like Mike Evans is just like the model of consistency, right? Like, like it's like a 10-point floor every time he goes out for the most part. Uh, he's, I think St. Brown has the big, the bigger day factor still left in him. But, uh, I mean, like you said with the Packers, it's not going to be a ton of offensive snaps either way. So, I, I like Mike Evans right now. And Tom Brady's got to be on the get back game. So, He's got to you know. be. <laughs> hey, they got to do something. <laughs> so
0: I'm gonna say, yeah, he has gone for 96 and 123 yards his last two times, while seeing 26 targets in combined in those two outings. So Dude. I might eat my words. It's true, but <laughs> I'm gonna stick with what I said. There we
3: go. I love it.
0: I'm not. I'm not gonna flip flop like Herman does.
2: <laughs>
0: <Just kidding. laughs> Alright, what's good. I thought argument,
2: about it? You know? <laughs> That's fair. Though. It's good. It's good to think and change. Oh, I love no, it. I so, so
0: let's go a little further down the board. I actually think this one is really interesting, and a lot of people might be facing with this because they just spent their waiver priority and have this player, and are like, should I start him? Um, Tyler Boyd, Fantasy Pros has him ranked in as wide receiver 18. Uh, Terry McLaurin has the is ranked in as wide receiver 19. Boyd is going against Carolina, McLaurin is going against Minnesota. Uh even without Jamar Chase, that uh, team looked abysmal and I do not believe Boyd's numbers went up H- any extra. You know, yeah, he got I, mm-hmm. he had his lowest po- his, one of his lower point totals in the game and so, what do we think? Are you going to be excited about the t- mclaurin Heineke or the Boyd with no chase? This one's tough. Oh,
2: I mean, I really love both these players. I feel like like right over the long run Terry is that guy, but that Washington is just such a uh not conducive to like having a good career, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, or at least big fantasy days right now for anyway. And I'm, I, I, got, I like Boyd. I have him in a lot of redrafts this year and like, he's kind of just stepping into like his season. And I'm hoping that he just takes over with the, with chase out and that he, he tries you know, him and Higgins fight each other to step up to be that number one guy. So, and Carolina, You know, (laughs) so so, So I do like boys. So
0: here is a thing that you and I need to consider because you and I are homers. In their last three games, um, uh, in the last three weeks, the Vikings last two games, the uh, Panthers last three. The Vikings have allowed thirty-five point four points per game to wide receivers, the second most. The Panthers have allowed twenty four point six. The ninth most. Um, Terry McLaurin, I would say he probably is going to get the majority of the looks. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess because he'll be split with Curtis Samuel, T. Higgins, and Boyd. I'm just putting it out there. Does that change your uh, answer at all?
2: I'm still looking at Boyd at least for this week. I gotta. Yeah, it's definitely the purple pride. (laughs)
3: All right. So
1: the one thing I have
0: noticed. All right, let's
2: get the nod bias. Carson
0: Wentz
1: does not like Terry McLaurin. As soon as Taylor Heineke flipped in there, Terry McLaurin's been seeing some real good fantasy days, and he's getting a lot more targets. I told you.
2: I kind of believe Terry's going to pull out the
1: week this week uh, over Tyler Boyd just because I think it'll be a shootout. And I think Taylor Heineggy just looks Terry's way. I think he's a one read guy. I think he literally goes, All right, primary option, I'm either gonna throw that or I'm gonna
0: run. Right. Well, I'm just gonna keep going and not answer. I can <laughs> go away with that.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, um honestly, on this one I would just I would probably go raw talent and I would probably be taking Terry McLaurin over Tyler Boyd.
2: I understand that for sure.
0: You know, now that I think, what here's what I'll say.
2: I believe Tyler
0: Boyd will get more target in general, but I think Terry McLaurin has a big play touchdown ability. So I'll take the floor, uh, the ceiling over the floor. If you need for a sure. floor play, I think Tyler Boyd's your person, and I think because he has the higher floor is why since uh, these rankings have him Gosh. over Terry. Or they're just wrong.
2: <laughs> or they're just wrong. Yeah, put- McLaren's the better receiver, but I've, I, I can see it with you know quarterback situation situation for the week.
0: Yes, yes, for the week. All right. Well, we haven't talked. We're not going to start doing that now. Uh. We're too far. We're too far gone to start doing that now. Um, Two spots below them are Michael Pittman Jr. at New England How are we thinking about Sam Antlinger as the new quarterback I don't know He went 23 Uh. for 17 (laughs) uh, 23 for 17 and 201 With no touchdowns or Interceptions Really, he just like didn't it. do anything. I couldn't get a read on it. That's like, really. yeah.
1: Like he made some, he made some moves that yeah. were like, oh my fucking god, and he made other moves that were like, wow, that's a really nice throw. So I really just don't Did think come- we've seen enough from him. They really didn't put the game on his shoulders. It was like he had to throw on third downs, and like that was about it.
0: It looks like a team that was hoping for the 101 at the end of the year. I don't know that it even look like that. that it be just, I mean,
1: they should get some kind of like, kickback for Andrew Luck retiring. At,
0: or summer, so like. we're, <laughs> so we're, we're throwing him below both of those. For guys. sure. So it, you could not have started Sam Ellinger next week. Okay. Yeah.
1: He, he got like two points because he threw a couple picks, I think.
2: Yeah, my right. professional opinion is there is no read on this yeah. team right now. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You gotta see what happens. Even though, like Jonathan Taylor's whole year that he has going on, and well, now you're just like, uh, Pittman was off to such a hot start. It's just like, well, I don't know where any of those guys. Did are Jonathan at this Taylor injure
1: himself again in this game?
2: I think he did.
1: I want to say he was, say he, made an was this game. He had like believe. four rushes for like seventy-five yards. I think he was like beginning to kill it and they got injured.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, doubt that. Yeah, it's been one of those he's years. he's definitely
1: banged up. I think so.
0: But anyways, anyways. Um, speaking of banged up, with Cooper Cup kind of roughed up right now, do we believe in Allen Robinson? Oh, I just saw Cup is expected to play in week nine. So, now. no. Uh, I, I was close to saying no anyways, so... <laughs> You don't think if uh,
2: Cooper Cup wasn't there, oh, he could step yeah. up? <laughs> sure, there's a chance. Yeah, Robinson ever, reminds I... me, like, yeah, he's like kind of has that same. If you like had had him in a dynasty, like how I feel about Cortland Sutton, right? You're just like, oh man, he has the intangibles, bro. It could this could be that year, but soon enough, you know, whatever, he's gonna be like 28 or some <laughs> shit. <sure. laughs> like, still never had that year yet. You're just be like, oh. Okay, maybe this year, you know, I'd never like that guy for some reason. (laughs) Dude, do we think it's
1: Stafford? (laughs) Stafford's not been playing that well. But but we can can play the quarterback. Yeah, I I think he like did it.
0: He's playing. He's (laughs) playing like yeah, fucking (laughs) Ray. But no He's playing like a guy Who has already achieved Everything <laughs> he needs to In the NFL And now he's Getting his money Through Subway over. ads <laughs> I know yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean <laughs> It's like Now i get paid By Subway I got a Super Bowl ring I'm good. Everyone knows My crappy seasons Were better Teas What do I have to I'm Move good. now? I'll just coast <laughs> Um Who just went Did Who just got traded To the Chiefs Um uh,
2: uh, Tony? Right?
0: Am I, miss Am I wrong? Did I miss Uh, it? I don't know that anyone got traded to the cheese. Okay, I might be wrong. Didn't, Never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tony, It was Kateri's it? Tony! Yeah! Yeah, I think that's probably pretty good. Shows that I was right about MVS and Juju Smith Schuster again. I mean, you could have just look at the field <laughs> to see that. <laughs> I always, I always MVS. Bo- I've good been game. saying that for years, bro. I've been saying that shit for yeah. years.
2: Yeah, I feel like I've streamed him at least once every like the last five years or four years or whatever. However, he's been in the league, and he always ends up hitting like. Three receptions, 165, and two touchdowns. <laughs> like, what the fuck?
0: God damn it!
2: I do
1: think Kadarius Tony uh, is is a definite upgrade for him.
0: Would you go target him? You probably no could get chance. him pretty cheap.
1: No chance. <laughs> I don't trust this man. He barely touched the field for two years. He he was a drama queen yeah, in New York. They could yeah, not I'm have just... gotten rid of him faster. And he was like a second round pick. Like they were so happy to get him off the roster. I, I'm like worried about his character. I, I'm just, he has so many red flags. You gotta, you gotta just wait and see.
0: If you have him, hold him. But I'm not acquiring him. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jacob Myers getting you ten with ten plus points a week. You're probably playing him against Las Vegas. Oh, right. Did he's like see the end this
1: year too. It's beautiful.
0: That's like all coming to fruition. Yeah, yeah. of course he's doing great. Is there anyone you two feel I did not give the recognition they need? I will just say they. Oh, go ahead.
2: No, I say you covered it pretty well.
0: I will say they have Christian Kirk ranked over Jacoby Myers.
2: I'm going to say that's bullshit.
0: I'm going to say that he should be above Juju Smith Schuster, too. Juju should be below them. And uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, I would move Jacoby Meyer as well up this list uh, if it s- was my list. So story we can of Talk the about end, that another I mean, day. Talk
1: about rankings. Period. I have Jacoby Meyer everywhere because he was going. He was going egregiously low when he was the clear number
0: one in New England. So yeah, of course, they're yeah. still ranking him low. Um. There goes Herman trying to take credit for what I said again. That's me. I'm really good (laughs) at (laughs) it. My man. Uh, Fuck, I was going to say something about. You guys already moved to running backs. I was
1: just going to say Bateman, I think, is going to be out again for longer. So Devin Duvernay is just back in play. Yeah, great play, man. I
0: got him in that keeper league. That old man, yeah, Keeper good. League. That's, oh, dude, Herman, I'm going tell you this. So everyone, remember last week when I was talking about how I couldn't make that move? Apparently, if you drop the player and then just go pick up the player, you can do oh. it right there, save that. I wouldn't get it out. I'm so pissed, bro. I mean, I lost by 80 points. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah right, right. Like, literally, <laughs> best lineup, best anything I could have possibly done, there's no way I could have won, so it's like, this is what it is. But in uh, three of my leagues right now, I have the highest points against. That's, that's fun. It's hard. It's good place yeah, to that's be. a rough
2: way to come out, bro. It's that's always good. That's always the that. Sounds like... The rough run well, you like second or third most points for And yeah. then you just start getting taxed every week
0: Top oh, It's like You know 136 to 151 127 to 141 Two weeks in a row Oh I last uh, 103 to 104 the other week I uh, almost last But I ended up Joe Burrow Ended up getting some points When you see that point half. four <laughs> it's like tied with the
1: top person And
0: you're like
1: eighth <laughs> Yeah He's like Fuck
0: all right, we want
2: to move to running backs. Um, all right. Yeah, yeah. Travis got the season. Right? We made it. We're here. Yeah, it's on. Came it's back. all good. Came back around.
0: Well, he just, it just took time, and now he's all alone, uh, and he's killing it. He's awesome. We told you he was going to be your league winners. We should find – oh, there was a couple things. There was one other thing. I wanted to go back. I knew at episode two – and like play it for you on a bluetooth speaker over <laughs> here really quick so we could just start be, the Let be sick. Let me see. I
1: know we called ETN earlier in the season though that was that was honestly he's looking like a top
0: 5 dynasty running back right now um um all right so you're sitting with Kenneth Walker, Travis ETN and Jonathan Taylor and you got to start two where are you going wow, that's actually
2: honestly that's right actually now actually
0: <laughs> Kenneth Walker at Arizona, uh, like, Travis Etienne at Vegas, and Jonathan Taylor at New England. Full Kenneth PPR. Walker and ETN I'm right sitting now, Taylor, man. Who's your second? Taylor. I'm sitting Taylor. Sitting, Taylor? I'm that, sitting Taylor uh, right. Doctor, we just have one
2: of those years, man. Sometimes you you just have one of those years and you just get your ass beat <laughs> and you hurt your ankle and you play <laughs> <do the> <laughs> <So, laughs> no, That's no, for real. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. Matt
0: Rides, a quarterback, the anti rookie. Not the first yeah, person right. that's happened to. <laughs> it's... Yeah,
2: hundred percent. And man, just look at Kenneth Walker since week five. He's just ready to eat people up. Oh,
0: I think that was the soundbite I wanted to say the grab the E T it's bite of you us saying week five six and Kenneth Walker yep. being our five six. Uh, cow, cause we both we called both of those players at the beginning of the season that around this time of the year they were gonna be your full time starters.
2: Start getting hot, yeah. Looks it's a good, good, business boys.
0: I'm glad you came, doctor. It's been a while. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, gotta get back in the office, <laughs> put in the good work. <laughs> um, yep. not Foreman, you know I love him and i've said it four times but this is the actual guy i wanted to soundbite you because i've said a lot about this guy i've loved this guy for years he's just mm-hmm. never had an opportunity and then he finally mm-hmm. did and he blew up is this a that one and son done of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> is this a one done or a long-term deal i i think it's probably closer to a one and done
1: than you want to believe um it all depends on when Chuba Hover is coming back. When Chuba Hover comes back, I think we are splitting the work. I don't think it's going to be a one-man backfield. Um, and I just don't think he's going to be able to have these kind of games on low volume, uh, especially with a few games under his legs, not being fresh. Uh, that'll start to take their wear. And he's not the youngest guy.
0: Not being fresh, he hasn't played in four years. No, I, I, what I mean is
1: playing <laughs> full games of football. Get I get it. I get it. I, I, know you, mean, like, I know what you mean. As the season wears on, it gets tougher to be a running back.
0: <laughs> what do you think, Dad?
2: You know, I think there could be a little bit of magic here in the next couple weeks, but I agree. Like, uh, uh Chuba, they're going to want to, you know, make sure that their boy's are getting run to and. Uh, Sometimes, right, There's a dude will come out and just start busting at the end of the year, though. So, I mean, I don't see it as, like, the norm for the rest of his career or anything like that. But I, I wouldn't be fully shocked if he is a decent play throughout the rest of the season. Is
0: he a playoff winner or not?
2: Mm, I think that would all depend on the Hubert uh, status. You know, if he goes down, uh, Hubbard, if he goes down right at playoff time, he could be like a Rashard. Uh, Rashad Penny esque play, right? Or suddenly he, in week 15, 16, he puts up 30 for you again, just like he did. But I don't uh, necessarily see it as like a count on it every week, good solid floor. Because the floor, it could be, you know, as low as the ceiling. So that's I'll, one of those I'll things you gotta really watch simply. out for. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: he is not going no <laughs> no
2: no he plays on the Panthers this team's going
1: to suck they had a good week last week good for them they're going to blow down the stretch I do not want the running back that is a journeyman on a horrible offense
2: yeah like All right. it's one of those things where if you end up being fucked somebody one of your main guys goes out but you're not like riding him into he the he was sweet this week playoffs. if you played him um, you gotta stream <laughs> enjoy him enjoy it well, he's a if good, you, you he's sit, your flex player yeah. He'd be your flex he's play. He's like right? your, your last last resort stream guy for I just the started with a couple this of point, leagues. I close
1: thrilled. to it. I played him in DFS, <laughs> fantastic. Probably not yeah. going to touch him again
2: the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah. He, well, yeah he, I got everyone, flexed on him in like three leagues. Yeah, pretty yeah, painful. That is awful.
0: <laughs> well, everyone, I'm, you know, I did for him and Deion Jackson, I picked them up and then sat them. Played so, Deion yeah. Jackson too. Awesome. <laughs> the, 30, the thirty-one weeks, the thirty-one weeks. You got the roster. Week.
2: You got the roster, Deb.
0: <laughs> Don't know about that. Just like damn it. it, the manager uh, negative. <laughs> no, right. Uh, shoot. Well, I was gonna say based off what hit, history of what uh, Herman just said and his track record, I would say go pick up Johnson form But I <laughs> uh, definitely i definitely. Let's go it. It's to dig. It's a dig at, at you. <laughs> I yeah. know, and that's what I'm saying. No, yeah. Um, Tyler Algier Do we think he's only going to be relevant until Cordero Patterson comes back, or do we think the 32, 33 year thirty-three-year-old is not just going to come back from this injury, hunky dory? Yeah, later. <laughs> yeah, you.
1: You said it with the age. You know what you did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Doc?
2: Ah, Algier, man, I love him. I've been, I started trying picking him up in like all, uh, most of my redraft leagues uh, a few weeks ago, and I just, I like, I like everything he's got going on. Who's he? Who's their uh, the second back? I can't even remember the dude's name right now. He's looks well, good too, but the like first this dude, two
0: backs that j- he joined the season with are Caleb Hunt- planners, yeah, it's like. It's oh, Caleb Huntley exactly. Guy, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah,
2: that's what I'm thinking of. But, like, I mean, he's playing for it, man. He's playing for his life out there. So you got to love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, just, and, yeah, Cordero, who knows, man. That's stay. just uh, one of those situations where, like, you know, with their division, they might need him to come back in. And But if they're winning with uh, their other guys, I don't see them being inclined to necessarily give the reins completely back to Patterson at this stage of their franchise in his career and stuff.
0: Right, for sure. That's exactly, you know what I mean? Like specialty pay- plays, maybe pass plays, but I think Algier from here on out will have the majority of the bulk load. Uh, load of the bulk. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, I actually just went and picked up Algier in our uh, Keeper League, Dr. I don't know if you saw that. He was my uh, replacement for Brees Hall. So I'm hoping that can kind of come forward for me this year.
3: Yeah.
0: He definitely might have uh, some good potential, especially if it's not going to do a you Brees
1: know, Hall know, plug, know But day, It's though. known volume for a guy you're getting off the waiver. And I'm not quite sure that's going to go away throughout the season. And the Falcons' offense actually might be good. I'm not 100% sure yet, which would be kind of nice if they're winning. So that'd <laughs> be good. <laughs>
0: Um Jamal Williams now DeAndre Swift is back. How do we feel about him rest the of the no season? I had no fucking idea what's going on in that backfield.
3: God,
0: <laughs> That usage on DeAndre
1: Swift has me feeling some type of yeah. way. I mean, my god, if the man's active, you just can't even trust it. It's
0: so tough. At least you're on <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah, and I mean even when he was still in at the beginning of the season, Jamal Williams is <laughs> I think you gotta down, play. <laughs> Even last
0: year they were, last year they yeah. were a one two punch. You know what I mean? Like, They've me definitely like, um, proven they can both be on this team.
1: I have him on a league and, like a and every time I don't start him, I regret it. Every t- like he starts every time and every time I don't start him falls yeah. up like twenty five on my bench. So I think you gotta you gotta just start him.
2: Yeah. And Swift, right, is like the athletic good. It's it's giving me vibes of last year having like having Chase Edmonds while another person has James yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, which is crazy to say. Like, I'm not trying to compare <laughs> Swift to uh, Edmonds overall, but just like that situation the painful is painful. Like, the... <laughs> well, what? Well, what I was oh, going to say. Hurt. The
0: funny part about that is the point production of those two have totally like swapped. You know what I mean? Like the guy yeah, yeah. between the twenties getting the passes, getting all the points, and then like the red zone guy. Swift is, is not Swift is In
1: Detroit. Uh Dan Campbell came out and even said yeah, this week, uh, he was like, Yeah, we were pretty irresponsible with Swift. We shouldn't have given him that many carries. So they're probably even gonna taper his work off even more. So, you played Jamal right. Williams. I think you played Jamal Williams. You have to play them both. If you, have yeah. Swift, you have to play Swift, not sitting, man. So, if he's active, so you're just screwed. I mean. All
0: right. <laughs> you have the handcuff. You lost Brees Hall. And your third person is Damian Pierce. Are you sitting Damian <laughs> Pierce or Jamal Williams? Who does <laughs> Damian play <put> this week? <laughs> oh, Damian Pierce this week is playing play Philadelphia. Pierce this week. That's not going to be good You play both, th- both Detroit worry. running backs Yeah
2: I right. just hate a Thursday night uh, Jesus Christ
0: Oh shit you gotta, you gotta Hopefully this episode is out by it sucks if it yeah. isn't Yeah
1: <laughs> I mean you're playing them The, the offense is blown up uh, Speaking of another Very similar situation Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson was our confidence level there. And you can compare them to Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift if you want to. I'm not quite sure where all of them fall on yeah. this, but...
0: I would, I would say you could compare them more to James Conner and Chase great, Edmonds.
2: Great. <laughs> Some sort of hell, man. No. <laughs> I'm,
0: probably, I'm probably not touching either of them if I can help it. I like Antonio Gibson more. I, uh, Well, yeah, because he, he can catch just, masses
2: and he's been deceptively solid this yeah. whole season man Like, Dude, he's just better know, coming in at a top 20 still which yeah. is crazy <laughs> Like, and you know the perception is that he's like basically was out of the league yeah. for a minute <laughs> like, he has
1: been deceivingly good
2: but I definitely can't count on it it's kind of how I feel about commanders Washington in general
0: yeah. yeah they're a disaster okay so this is a fun situation we can talk about really quick actually Cam Akers did not get traded before the (laughs) deadline. Fuck me, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Shit! So Cam Akers did not get traded before the deadline. How is that going to affect the value of Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers? Do we think Cam Akers will see another snap on the field end of season? No. I don't.
2: I'm pretty It's not that sure that answers he, that
0: question. I
2: feel, I feel like they've said like even personally. I think he might have even said he's not trying to play with them anymore. I think that whatever, it's all devolved. Yeah, all the way. I, think, yeah I agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree.
1: So they also aren't playing Daryl Henderson. Though. Did you look at the box score from last week? They hate Daryl Henderson. I don't know what it is about that guy, but
2: well, I think it's time. It's that Kyron Williams. They're playing come up Ronnie well.
1: Rivers. <laughs> they're not playing Kyron yeah. <laughs> yeah Kyron is also like he runs like a six a four
2: six this is four he's not athletic it's well, yeah, just it's like, like you know he's been on IR it's the whole situation year situation is so bad so we'll see the running back situation there just sucks bro. I thought they were gonna get Kareem Hunt or something
0: well, and they, well they re-signed Malcolm Brown it's like what
2: oh wow it's
0: like, they just want to find someone that knows their system and isn't going to complain yeah. go and not getting a good load. Yeah.
2: That's why I, that's, I can't believe they didn't uh, try to do something for Michelle Sony. <laughs> uh, that's I
1: crazy. think they worked on Um, I want to say they did. They A meeting did happen. I'm just not sure anything got done. I'm trying to look at the uh,
0: box score and see what the running back touches were for. Right, Gus Edwards is listed day to day. If he comes back healthy, are we going to be excited for him full season? Uh, Yep, I will.
1: I will be. Baltimore's good offense. He's getting the majority of the snaps, or the majority of the running back carries, not really even the snaps. I like it.
2: Uh,
0: Dr. Dr. Nasty?
2: Yeah, I, you know, I love Gus Edwards. Uh, when did he go out in the preseason with that last year yeah and you know he's one of those guys too that like over even though he's older he does not have a ton of usage over his career you know barely experience
0: but no mileage
2: it's kind of who were we just talking about like that like like foreman right like they've been in the league and just hasn't really gotten that run yet. So I'm, I'm confident <coughs> in it. I don't even know, but man. I feel like anyone on the Ravens is suddenly like, capable of holding it down for you, like <laughs> with like what Bateman and Duvernay and who's that that likely dude just came up to? Like, it's crazy.
0: Justice Hill. That line can just sustain a run. They got the left right? tackle Ronnie
2: yeah. Stanley
1: back too. It's pretty big.
0: Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, just to follow up
1: on the previous running back snaps for the Rams last week. We had Ronnie Rivers with eight rushes for 21 yards. We had Daryl Henderson, four rushes for 16 yards. We had Cooper Cup, two rushes for 10 yards, and we had Malcolm Brown, five rushes for 10 yards.
0: So who knows? It's all so gross. <laughs> I'd say just stay out of the Rams backfield if you can help it. They all it. suck. You don't want
1: any of them on your team. Yeah. I mean, they all are getting less than 20 yeah. yards.
0: Right. Stay away Alright Tight ends Just really quick Are you playing uh, Hawkinson this week? I gotta wait to-
2: If he's in I, I'm, I'm all for it man I love Hawk Yeah
1: Yeah I mean if, if he's active And he's going And it, and quotes are saying That he's ramped up And reporters are saying That he's gonna
0: be Good to go I, I'll play him Yeah would you play him over Jailed Everett against Atlanta? Absolutely not.
2: Hawkinson? Yeah, I would. I Did love you Hawkinson hear my later. question? Yeah, I
1: would absolutely not. What'd you say? I would not play him over Everett.
0: You wouldn't ha- play Hawkinson I'd play Everett over Everett?
2: Yeah, Everett is solid, man.
0: No, for sure. Sorry, my... Uh, my yeah, mine did too. I mean, look at all the injuries
2: oh,
3: no.
1: in, in Chargers land. Um, I mean, Keenan is still playing on a limited snap count. Mike's out. Uh, who else are we going to? I mean, I think Everett's just got the sustained volume and a really high-powered offense with a great QB. Um, whereas on the flip side, you have Hawkinson. He might take a week to get ramped up. He's got target competition. Kirk isn't as good of a quarterback. Like I just think Everett's situation is better this year. He's severely underdrafted for where end of year he's gonna end wow, up. Oh,
0: dude, I, and you know, and you know us. I've been on him since for, sure. for like three for sure. years now. I've loved Gerald Everett since yeah. he was on the ramp. Um, Robert Tanya at Detroit worth a play if especially if Lazard's a no-go. Not over Hawkinson. Over what? Just a stream? No, no. Alright, over uh, Mike Goscki, Dawson Knox, Evan Ingram, Hayden Hurst. Uh mm. the line is in between Evan Ingram and Hayden Hurst. And then she
1: slot yes. him yeah. in, and then the other two you said.
0: Well that is how Fantasy Pros has them oh. ranked, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Nailed it.
0: Good. A plus. Good run good on you. Um, if for some reason Mark Andrews is a no-go, how I, how do you feel about Isaiah Likely? That kid is good. <laughs> yeah, he looked good. He's impressed earlier in the yeah, season too. he man. does look good. Yep, I'm playing him.
1: Feel great about it. You? Pretty much over everyone I just said too. I'd start
0: him over all those guys you just mentioned. Only if Andrews is out. What do you think that?
2: Sorry, what did you say? I got to sorry for a second.
0: (laughs) Uh, If Isaiah, if Mark Andrews is out, how how are your thoughts on Isaiah Likely?
2: Uh, shit man like I was saying earlier that's who, that plug and play Ravens I guess man <laughs> yeah, I feel like pretty, they'll be able to, be able like, to hold man. it down you know that whatever their system they got going for them seems to be pretty consistent so gotta love that would you
0: play him over Hunter Henry
2: yeah Hunter Henry's been breaking my heart this year so yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> fair enough alright I th- anyone else on tight ends? Taysom Hill is just doing his Taysom Hill things. You know, play him because you never know what he can get you. Yeah, Same old all right. shit. Zach Hurts is going to have a
1: hell of a game. I bet you he gets in the end zone this week.
0: All right. Well, let's go to final thoughts. Uh, what do you guys uh, – you guys got anything – that like about this week that you think is standing out that you didn't get a chance to talk about or like uh, who do you think that is the person you should go target now that can go win you your league in this next year Whew. Um, I'm going to say right now I think right now would be a good time to go see if you can get Devin Duvernay because this foot problem of Rashad Bateman has proved to be perpetual and persistent. I think DeAndre
1: Hopkins is also probably another good ad. If you're competing this week or this year, DeAndre wow. Hopkins
3: wow. Looks, looks real awesome. good.
1: If someone is still not bought in after his couple of weeks, there you go. I think another person that people just underrate and you can get for hella cheap that's gonna finish as a wide receiver two this year is Tyler Lockett. If you can get any kind of discount on him, he can be a fantastic bi week fill in and save your ass some weeks. Um
0: Yeah, those are the two I'd probably go for. Freak Nasty, what do you got for us?
2: Oh, man. I guess I'm trying to just think about where everybody's sitting and, like, what the perceived prices might be. Um... Honestly I might even say go get somebody like if you can if, if you have the space and probably could get it pretty off, especially if like B Rob has a good game. I think Gibson is gonna be a sneaky good person to have stashed away for the oh, end of the season and uh especially if anything goes down. Like we we're talking too with Heineke really loving Terry McLaren, he's been working Antonio Gibson in too. And the public perception of Gibson is just so trash, I feel like you'd be able to get him for like a decent bargain.
0: That, sure. I like that call. I like that call. I I also
1: yeah. still think um, you can probably would, get a discount on Miles Sanders. He, the Eagles have the easiest schedule for the rest of the season. They're the best team in the league and a good team to go sixteen and out or a good team to just go undefeated where we play seventeen games nowadays. Um so I think he – to be on a team that is pretty much always leading at halftime, he's getting a good run. He's been good all year. I think he's going to be on a lot of championship rosters and someone you can get for relatively cheap.
0: Um, With Keenan Allen and Mike Williams out, do you think going for one of their other receivers like Josh Palmer Josh Palmer's also play? injured.
1: They're really banged up, man. Oh, it's going to be rough.
0: I think that's all. Just pointing yeah, to go
1: for jo- oh, Gerald yeah, Everett. go for uh, Gerald Everett. Oh, also, is sneaky by right now. David Njoku is out for about two to five weeks. Um, if you can get, he will be a top five tight end when he returns with Deshaun Watson coming in week eleven. If you can sneak him onto a roster for I'm basically ready. nothing, I would do that. Thinking ahead to the playoffs,
0: but that's it that's if you're already making the playoffs because that means he won't return until week one or two of the playoffs so if you can sit on that as long as you can do it but just keep it in mind um i think right now if you're looking for a receiver that can give you a floor to just help you get by because you need those extra 15 points a game um jacoby myers he hasn't shown out so his person has been relying on him and is probably willing to part with him if you have something to offer. And probably doesn't have to be too expensive, you know? So I would say uh, I would look at getting Jacoby Myers. I think his best days of the seasons are ahead of him, or Chris Olave. But the hard part is the owner of Chris Olave probably <laughs> yeah, knows you're his not value. Alright. You wanna go DFS so, and
1: call? One, it? one more. Traylon Burks is coming off IR soon. Is he worth shooting an offer
0: for? All right. No. There we go. <laughs> oh, no, no, <laughs> no, all good. I was curious. Uh, 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 Mr. Fre- Doctor nasty. do you have an opinion on Tr- Halen Burks? I officially <laughs> do not. No. <laughs> all, right, DFS. all right. All right. All uh, right. Let me go first here. Uh, I kind of went in an interesting direction. Uh, I actually went with Geno Smith as my quarterback. Like I said, with him against Arizona, I'd like it. Arizona has been giving it up to the quarterbacks. Um, They're 26th in the season on points allowed. Or in, like, you know, best to worst. Um, And he's only 5,800. And I think my big problem right now with... um, this game is I keep going Just like even across the board So I went Geno Smith for 5800 And then for my running backs I went for Travis Etienne For 63 against Las Vegas Which I feel very uh, Proud in And Ramondre Stevenson for 62 I think that's a very Like even good price for those guys um, Makes it easy And uh, I think they each have the opportunity To score multiple touchdowns which is really the key to this. Um, I needed to save some money. So I went with Romeo Dooms as my wide receiver. Uh, just with, especially if Lazard's injured, Rodgers needs somewhere to go. He's going against Detroit, who can give it up to uh, the running backs. Or right. go with Detroit, who can give it up to wide receivers. And uh, I believe that he has a chance to at least get a, Good, uh, a few good plays in there. I see Herman's already switching his lineup up as he hears me talk true. about mine. I actually really meant you to go first, so you wouldn't do that. God damn it, you're such a douche. Um, for my stack, I went with DK Metcalf on his return. He came back a little bit last week, and he's gonna come back better this week. He's only 6,400, and I feel like if there's gonna be some touchdown passes. Uh, it's going to be to DK. So I went with Gino and DK as my stack. And um, I love Justin Jefferson against Washington, so I went with Justin Jefferson as my third wide receiver. Not realizing I did this, I messed up, but here we go. Uh, I went with Johnny Munt as my uh, tight end just because I believe he'll give me a touchdown. And that's all I need to really get to where I need to go. And that one with Tyler Algier, just because I believe that that backfield is his, and he's going against the Chargers, who are 31st. Against the running back, and they're gonna do just fine. Now I got him for a nice 5400. Um, 3100 on the Jaguars against Las Vegas, just because you know, gotta put it somewhere. Oh, <laughs> I did. Like well, now you gotta hold up while I finish mine. Alright, go Everyone, he had a lineup. He's literally waiting until I read mine so he can add his. There's gonna be at least three players there. So I already pretty much had all this. All I did was switch in my Ramondre Stevenson. Spoiler alert. God, he's the one that tried to talk. You know, about I've been winning Stevenson. lately. A
1: lot of my lineups are running three running backs, which I don't, <laughs> I haven't typically done, but it's working for me lately. So I'm doing that again today. So I went with Tua as my quarterback for all the reasons you saw last week. Um, For at 6,700. I then went running back Travis Etienne 6,300. It's a no-brainer. Kenneth Walker is my next running back. I went with him for 6,200 against Arizona. I think he's going to smash. I then went with my Tua stack and went Jalen Waddle for 7,400. I went cheaper this time. Would love to be able to get Tyreek in there, but that's all right. Um, then I went with DJ Moore against Cincinnati at 5800. Um, he's just been showing out lately. I think it'll be a pass happy game. Uh, I think they'll have. I think they'll be behind. So um, they'll have to throw. I then went with Romeo Dubs as my Dubs, Dubs, Uh I went with him as my uh, third wide receiver at 5300. Uh, they play Detroit. They're just they're the, like the worst at guarding the pass. Um, so I'm. Just want a matchup there. Uh, I then went with Robert Tunyon as my tight end, 3,800. Um, it's just kind of what I could fit in. Uh, against Detroit, for all the same reasons, I am playing Romeo. Uh, and then my flex play, I did go Ramondre Stevenson. I didn't realize he was on a tear of having like 20 points the last three weeks. So I will be playing him in this matchup against uh, Indianapolis. And as always, I go bottom of the basement defense, chose Carolina against Cincinnati
0: for 23. There you go Doc I forgot to tell you That's something we do So next week Oh I'm ready for you bro Cause next week I believe Next week I believe It's me and you right
2: Face it off Oh, right. On the show, yeah, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. I was in the house. gonna say, I believe. That Wait, it's you got to let i am I got. So.
2: I just. I'm doing my daily fantasy. It's all. It's all from the gut, though, so no logic involved. <laughs> going go back on what we were talking about, and uh, just being a Vikings fan, I feel like uh, Heineke is gonna duel, have a classic duel with Kirk Cousins. I love it. <laughs> He's gonna go for oh, like yeah. three and three, uh, like two rushing <laughs> touchdowns or some crazy <laughs> shit like that. And then, uh, uh, so then I also stacked him with McLaurin. They're both uh, 7,200, kind of backtracking on what I was saying yesterday, but whatever. Then I got uh, Foreman, going to keep the, the streak alive, going to bust it again on him for 73. I had to go Jonathan Taylor because it's just like, <laughs> come on, man. Come on, dude. you can do it. it. You can do it. <laughs> I got the Devontae Adams comeback game after one reception for like whatever three yards last week. He's got a, he's gonna just gonna run the damn ball. He's gonna play Debo position. And so he, if he can't get any catches, then Amari Saint Brown, uh, seventy one hundred, just like we were talking. He's gonna go off. Then I gotta put my money where my mouth is. So I got T. Hawkinson in there ready to I go. Love it. <laughs> Living legends. <laughs> What's up? And my old player, my baby, who I still believe in, but has like kind of been hurting my feelings this year, <laughs> Gabriel Davis, flexing on him.
0: Hey, he has and the hardest, like, highest yards for catch in the league yeah, here yeah, now. He's, so. he's trying
2: to do it. He's trying to be a little better MVS, you know. <laughs> and then I got uh, Raiders defense, 3500 So let's go, boys. Let's, let's get some out. money.
0: Good deal. Hey, thank you guys uh, uh, for listening. Uh, yeah. Good luck this week, and we'll Peace. talk to you
2: soon. Yeah, get freaky, stay nasty.